If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's Recode Daily. I'm Adam Clark Estes. And today, we want to tell you about the meteoric rise on social media of a trend that's all about... Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. Halima Shah, a reporter with Today Explained, is going to take it from here. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Big, round butts have always existed. And Black and Latinx artists have long celebrated them in music and pop culture. Yeah, he loved his fat ass. <laughs> But it wasn't until recently that white America embraced the peach emoji behind. What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk. I'ma get, 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 get you drunk. Get you love drunk off my hump. And it wasn't until really recently that a lot of people were willing to get surgery to make sure they had it. A Brazilian butt lift. Check it out. It's the fastest growing cosmetic surgery in the world. And you can thank the internet for that. My name is Helly Larson. I'm a podcaster, a TikToker. I wouldn't necessarily consider myself an influencer myself, but I consume influencer content and like to talk about it a lot. <laughs> Hi, love. Today is nail day, and I'm going to bring you guys along with me. I decided to get a Brazilian butt lift like 2016, 2017, when I first actually got into stripping. It's definitely something that a lot of girls do get. Like, obviously, you're going to invest in something that is making you money. So girls would invest in boobs, a butt, lips. It is a way to increase your own income. Like if you are already a good hustler and then you have a big butt, it's like, wow, you know, you're going to make more money, obviously. I was very insecure about my body before I ever got a BBL or ever got into dancing. Like I had always had a little belly. Like even when I was skinny, I had always had like a little pouch right there. My belly was definitely my biggest insecurity. It wasn't necessarily that I had a small butt or wanted to get a huge butt. That was obviously a goal. But the main thing that I wanted was my belly to be gone. I wanted a flat stomach. And the fact that they could take it out of my stomach and put it into my butt, that just made it all the better. All right, y'all, BBL update. This is how my body looks. I love the stomach. It looks really cute and toned. There is literally no waste. Like, Look how small the waist is, guys. This is the booty. When I first learned what a BBL was, the first thing I did was go straight to YouTube and start looking at influencers and their experiences with getting the procedure. Hi, guys. So I just got finished marking up, and I'm nervous. Loki, you guys just see me cry in the bathroom because I vlogged that. <laughs> but I feel better now. And they would um, just vlog their entire experience, show it from beginning to end from their pre-op, the surgery, post-op, healing, everything. Like, you see everything. Feels, my face is super swollen. Um, but the pain, if I could describe it, it feels like you did, like, a bunch of squats the day before. And, like, it hurts. Like, it doesn't feel like, okay, I got a cut and it's healing. It feels like you did a bunch, a bunch of squats and it feels tight and it feels like... 
that's just how it feels. And then, Even to like um, a, right a TMI now. point, you know, these vloggers, they really put everything out there. So I personally thought I knew everything because I saw it. But I promise you, nothing in this world can prepare you for a BBL. A BBL is more of an attitude than like a surgery at this point. This is Rebecca Jennings. I'm a senior reporter at The Goods by Vox. And our resident TikTok expert. On TikTok, it has been sort of a long-running joke that, you know, certain mannerisms are associated with women who have had BBLs. It starts from a person named Anthony Bumba. They started doing these video series such this one specific song where they would use just sort of like certain mannerisms, certain positions of speaking, certain smizes, you know, flipping their hair back, you know, in a really like long, exaggerated way. The kind of person that doesn't mind if they take up all of your time to make themselves look the best. That's what they told me when they told me about the inspiration for the character, which they call Miss BBL. And Miss BBL is, you know, it's kind of like an amalgam between Amber Rose and the Kardashians and and all these women who have sort of made a career on, like, not being ashamed of the fact that they've had work done. They spend money on it. They spend all of their time basically, like, looking perfect for the camera and make no apologies about that. So this character, Miss BBL, is inspired by people like Amber Rose, the Jenners, Kim Kardashian. Mm -hmm. Has anyone, like, ever done a study about how people end up with the perfect peach emoji butt? (laughs) Do you just have really good genetics? Do you generally do, like, a lot of squats and weighted (laughs) hip thrusts? Or does it always take a BBL? (laughs) Well, it's funny because, you know, plenty of people have, like, large butts just naturally. The thing about a BBL is it's creating this very, very hourglass shape, a very exaggerated look that very few people in the natural world have. Because usually when you have a lot of fat on your butt, you also have a lot of fat on your thighs. You have a lot of fat on your waist. You have like, you know, everybody's fat goes different places, but it's very rare to have like a ton of fat in your butt and then like nothing at your waist. But once you get people using face filters and body filters to achieve that aesthetic, then it becomes more and more desirable. And then more people go uh, try to create that in the real world as well. So let's talk about the Brazilian butt lift surgery itself. How does it work? The easy answer is it's liposuction from your middle and uh, a fat transplant to your butt. But it's a lot more complicated than that because liposuction already is a bit of a dangerous procedure. Um, You know, everybody has heard like horror stories of liposuction gone wrong, but the fat transplant is when it gets really, really dangerous. And the reason why is because your butt has a lot of like very large blood vessels because you're sitting on it a lot. And so it needs a lot of blood vessels to get blood going there. And a lot of those blood vessels are very thick. And if you insert fat into a blood vessel, it could then go to your lungs and your heart and give you a pulmonary embolism, and then you are dead. So there's been many, many fatalities with the Brazilian butt lift over the over the decades. And it's, it's a very controversial procedure. There are some plastic surgeons who don't do it. It has gotten a little more safer in the past few years because it's been so popular. But in general, it's it's one of the more dangerous plastic surgeries that you can get. Do we have any statistics on how many Brazilian butt lifts end up in death? 
So a 2017 study placed the worldwide mortality rate at 1 in 3,000, which is really, really high. The ratio is getting better and better. In 2019, one survey estimated that the mortality rate is 1 in about 15,000, which is pretty on par with many invasive plastic surgery procedures. And, you know, it's it's going down. But it's still higher than the rate, the mortality rate from liposuction alone, which is 1.3 in 50,000, or just outpatient surgery in general, which is about 0.25 in 100,000. So it's relatively dangerous compared to most surgeries. Where do these surgeries usually take place? Yeah, so in the U.S., the capital of the BBL and plastic surgery in general is Miami. And the reason for that is sort of the BBL look has been very popular there, but also because plastic surgeons can make a lot of money by opening up a plastic surgery clinic in Miami because there are a ton there. They offer really, really cheap services. And so people fly in from all over the country. They pay like $5,000 for their their BBL at this place that, you know, might not have doctors who are certified in the proper places that you would you would think that they might be. But elsewhere to get, you know, like a cheap BBL, you can go to Mexico, Thailand, Turkey, lots of places that will provide, you know, services for Americans and other international clients. It seems like there's a lot of shady doctors involved in the world of BBLs or shady, I don't know, professionals, how are they getting away with that? There are so many because essentially it makes them money. And they're also getting away with it because the law is sort of on their side when it comes to allowing doctors to basically do whatever they want. And so in America, if you are a licensed medical doctor, you can then set up a clinic to do whatever your patients desire as long as they have written consent to do it. So, you know, you could get someone whose specialty is, you know, podiatry, and then they decide, oh, well, BBLs are going to be a bigger moneymaker for me, so I'm going to go get, like, certified, quotes, like, in this crappy weekend course to perform BBLs, which are, like, obviously a very intense surgery. A weekend course? Yes. You need more, like, training to drive a car. And a lot of the times, those weekend courses are trained by people who also, like, have very minimal training in this procedure. So it's really, really shady, and there's been many lawsuits over the years where people end up getting really hurt or killed from doctors who clearly have no clue what they're doing. And how much might a BBL cost someone on the lower end, and how much might it cost on the higher end? Some of these Miami clinics advertise as low as $3,000, which is astonishingly low for a, for a surgery of this magnitude. And doctors I spoke to said that, you know, if you're paying less than $10,000 for a BBL, it's, you, you should run away because they're, they're cutting costs in some regard. You know, they advertise on social media, they target low-income women, and, you know, they make it seem really desirable. They can just, like, go to Miami for a trip and then go home with a new body. So usually when you think about surgery in a hospital, you know, maybe the surgeon who's performing that surgery, that might be their only surgery that day. The patient who's just had surgery, they're staying in the hospital for a couple days, maybe even weeks. Is that what's happening here with BBLs? No. And I mean, I'm sure some places are treat their patients very well that perform BBLs, but these are not the places that are advertising on the internet everywhere, being like, come to Miami, get a BBL, and then go back home. It'll be great. What they're doing is fitting as many patients in one day as possible. That is some serious negligence happening. It look easy, don't it? It look easy, 
So I had to fly to Miami for my procedure with my mom, actually, and we ended up staying in an Airbnb. You have the option of staying in a recovery home, which is where there are nurses that are there. You stay there by yourself, like you don't have a family member come with you. The nurses that are in the home will take care of you. You're literally in like a little hotel with all these girls that are bandaged up. Like I did not want that option for myself. I was very grateful enough to have my mom come with me. So we just stayed a couple miles down from the clinic. Once you've completed your pre-op consultation, you're pretty much free to just like hang out until your operation. I came back two days later with my mom and you have to come in like a robe pretty much, like they're gonna take all your clothes because you're about to go into your procedure. My personal experience was absolutely awful. My surgery was scheduled for 9.30. They didn't even take me in to get checked in until noon. Then I was waiting in a super cold office for two hours. I didn't go under until 2 p.m. So it was just like a long day. After your surgery, you're put in a room with other girls that are also waking up from surgery and they just kind of let you wake up when the anesthesia wears off. And then you're like, where am I? I didn't know if they had called my mom. Like I was telling them, I need to call my mom and tell her to come get me. And they're like, she knows, <laughs> she's on her way. When I woke up the next day from surgery after the drugs had worn off, I wanted to die. My body was just in pain everywhere because they literally, like, I'm going to get graphic here for a second, but in the procedure, they are literally detaching your skin from your muscle and sucking out the fat in between. Now that I'm two and a half years since I got my procedure, sometimes my legs do get numb from sitting down too long, and I don't remember that being a thing before. And then the other thing is sleeping is so hard because it's, like, not a natural body. You know what I mean? Like laying on your back, it's like your spine was not meant to have an ass, you know? <laughs> what I wanted out of a BBL was to feel differently about my body and quite literally nothing changed. The feelings that I had about my body, the insecurities that I had about my body, I had all those insecurities, all those negative self-taught, all of that. As soon as I got out of surgery, even after I healed, it took years to feel comfortable in my body and it had nothing to do with the procedure. I personally do believe that there's a responsibility for influencers to say certain things and be as honest. Like, you should be able to do whatever you want but be honest about it. Tell these young girls, like, I didn't work out and starve myself to get this body. I went to a doctor. So these days, we've got people paying thousands of dollars for perfect butts. However, not too long ago, it was the norm to pay thousands to get rid of them. You can hear the rest of the story over at Today Explained. The link is in our show notes. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for tuning in to Recode Daily. If there's a story you want us to cover, make sure to let us know. Email us at recodedaily at recode.net.